in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Vikings in the second round were at, sitting at 34th overall, traded back with division rival Green Bay Packers, and we received the 53rd and 59th overall pick, ultimately gaining an extra second round pick. We would later make a trade that moved the 53rd pick up to the 42nd overall pick, taking Andrew Booth Jr. So Vikings fans immediately were upset that we allowed the Packers to move up and get Christian Watson, receiver out of North Dakota State. The thought is, is that we gave the Packers their heir apparent to Devontae Adams, apparently, and he's going to haunt us in our dreams for a decade. Well, can we also say, did the Packers allow us to gain the extra second-round pick where we took Ed Ingram, offensive guard out of LSU, which will haunt the Packers for an upcoming decade? Let's talk about it. Welcome to Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host, David Shelsky. You can follow me on Twitter, at SkoWorld and at MN Sports Podcast. Now, make sure below you go click like and subscribe. That helps me out a lot. That keeps my channel growing, keeps me the ability to bring you more Minnesota sports content, keeping it on the interwebs. I'm your last hope, the last man standing to keep Minnesota Vikings and Twins on the internet. That's not true, but hey, I try anyways. But make sure you go hit like and subscribe. Let's get started. So let's discuss the elephant in the room with Ed Ingram. He missed the 2018 season after starting in 2017 for LSU because of an investigation that ensued based on allegations of sexual assault when he was 16 in high school. The the two girls in question were under the age of 14. Ed Ingram was later, uh, charges were dropped, so he didn't face anything. The um, Kwesi Adolfo Mensa was asked, did you talk to the to the two girls in question, well, they were underage. They probably would not be allowed to because of the age of which it happened. So it was kind of an unfair question for Kwesi. Did you talk to the two girls? He couldn't. And they were underage. You wouldn't even be, they were, uh, it would be sealed. They wouldn't even know their name. So it's a really unfair question. Kwesi responded in his press conference of taking Ed Ingram that they were confident with the person who they drafted and they didn't want to divulge. They said they asked, you know, people around him and who coached him about him and did their due diligence on him. So that being said, Ed Ingram's a Minnesota Viking. He like, he probably think he would wants to move on and leave the past behind him. He was quoted as saying that he's walking out living in a dream, um, being a Minnesota Viking. He was on Twitter saying he bleeds uh, purple and gold. Three weeks later, he gets drafted by the Vikings, and 
It gets announced on Twitter. He retweets it saying, I told you I bleed purple and gold. Uh, when he's interviewed, he handles himself well. He may be able to successfully put his past in the past. And he'll potentially be a long, have a long career as a Minnesota Viking as long as he plays well. So the Vikings saw something in him. Kwesi Adolfo Mensa talked about character. He wanted to pick people of character. And he picked in the second round someone with the past. Now he was ranked in like the hundreds, low hundreds, like borderline hundred players, which would have put him in the, you know, late third, fourth round. That's not where he should have been ranked. I've seen film. I watched people break it down. Just seen his raw strength, his awareness. He He's a capable second-round pick. Did the Vikings stretch, though, and take him in the second round? Very possible. But that's who they had ranked next. They were happy with this pick. They were excited to get this pick. If you look at the videos behind the scenes, um, they, they had him ranked higher. They thought there was a big drop-off drop off after him and there was players that were apparently ranked higher than him that were drafted after him but the Vikings saw it and I think that was um I think it was O'Connell Kevin O'Connell said big drop off after Ed Ingram when they were in the draft room so let's look at let's look at Ed Ingram as a prospect uh, College of Dallas Hughes, hometown was DeSoto, Texas. He won a state title. That's uh, He's a winner at that level. He's a winner, I believe, uh, as a national champion. I think that was 2017. I, I can't remember for sure. Maybe it's 2019. So he, either way, he played with Justin Jefferson, um, and he was looking forward to it. He believed Justin Jefferson was a great guy, um, and he was happy for him. Uh, his height was is 6'3", he's 307 pounds. His arms are 33 and 5'8", which is fairly good length. His hands are 10 inches, huge hands. He had a 40-yard dash as a 5'02", which is good for an offensive lineman. Vertical jump 20 and 5, 20.5, not the greatest. Broad jump is 102. You know... It's, it's all right. Nothing to write home about. He is an offensive lineman, though. Three cone drills, 7.81. That might be right in line with uh, offensive lineman. 20-yard shuttle, 4.76. So, he, he's, not the, he's not the greatest athlete. But if you listen to Pete Bursich, who did a breakdown on him, he says he had quick feet, and this is him watching video of him. You can see it on uh, you can see it on the Vikings Network. Pete Bursich, quick feet, great awareness, bends at the knees, and is very strong. I will agree with every single point Pete Bursich makes about him. I seen him just throw big defensive linemen in the in the SEC off their feet onto the ground. Um, the thing I'm most impressed with is pass blocking. He may he doesn't have let's say he doesn't have anybody directly over him. He looks to help out. 
on a defensive end on the on the left tackle or right tackle, and he, and he looks to help if nobody's there. If you know he will help out. However, he's looking for the blitzer or the someone coming on a stunt, and you'll see him pick up the extra man. You know the the design stunt or someone coming trying to come up a different alley. He he picks him up and he stops him cold. Now when he pulls as an offensive guard, you will see him just pull and either drive stop someone cold or drive a defensive in into an outside hole, uh, you know, a huge outside hole for the running back. So those are things I've seen him do. I'm but I'm very impressed. Both of his run blocking, but his his biggest asset, I believe, is his situational awareness. I think he knows where they where he needs to look to see if someone's coming. You won't you won't see our offensive guard in his case running back. I think is it was it Oliudo that or no is DJ Dozier is a DJ Dozier. Well, Dozier offensive guard for the former offensive guard of the Vikings who actually turned around and tackled his own quarterback. You're probably not going to see that with an Ed Ingram. He is very aware of his situation. He won't let someone just sneak by him and go, oops, and then go help him tackle the quarterback. You probably won't see that. Um, The PFF Pro Football Focus grade uh, on him for pass blocking. This is what they posted when he was drafted. The Minnesota Vikings pick LSU guard Ed Ingram at number 59 overall, 82.6 pass blocking grade in 2021, first among SEC guards. That's in the SEC. Now, they also wrote, in addition to evaluating those um, pass plays, PFF also graded Ingram on 322 run blocking plays and issued an overall grade of 73. Ingram was chosen as a second-team All-SEC selection last season in 12 starts at left guard. And he also has played Ingram, or right guard. Ingram appeared in 45 total games with 23 starts at left guard and 12 at right guard for LSU from 2017 to 21. Ingram appeared in 45 total games with 23 starts at left guard, 12 at right guard, and LSU from 2017 to 21. Why did I read that twice? I have no idea. Sorry about that. Um, Ingram wound up winning an award for the Amer- American team's best offensive line lineman of the week. This was at the Senior Bowl. Based on his performance and practices, defensive linemen that he practiced against cast the ballots in his favor. So his own peers in the week of the Senior Bowl in practice said he was offensive lineman of the week. This is a this is a true blue prospect. I think he's got every chance to start at right guard in the 2022 season. That's Ed Ingram. Look for this guy to compete. Um, if you dwell on his past, you're probably not going to like him. I'm probably not going to like him. Just for the just for the idea of the possibility of what was said about him is true. It's not pleasant. If you go look it up, I'm not going to, I'm not going to 
post it. I'm not going to talk about what happened because it never went to trial and is an accusation. I just, you know, you just can't do that. I think that would be, I just think it'd be bad on my part to put something out there that was not proved to be true by a court of law. It never got there, but the accusations will stick on him and it makes me look at him differently to the fact that it's potentially what he did. Um, so that being said, he's a Minnesota Viking. He's potentially going to start at right guard. This is Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host, David Shelsky. You can follow me on Twitter at SkoWorld and at MN Podcast. MN, sorry, MN Sports Podcast. Make sure you go down there, hit like, hit subscribe. Help me keep more Vikings content on the interwebs. Have a great day.